Hello, I'm Avery. And I'm Asansi. And this is Zillennial Moms. Today's episode is a very special episode. We will be talking about parenthood throughout the generations. So we got seven generations we'll be talking about today. We have the greatest generation, the silent generation, baby boomers, generation X, millennials, generation Z, and generation alpha. So we're going to start with the first, the greatest generation. So the greatest generation, this generation was born between the years 1901 to 1990 to 1927 excuse me um they were shaped by the great depression they were primary participants in world war ii they were alive during the influenza pandemic and this was when the roaring 20s was thriving the golden age of hollywood and jazz and swing music was on and popping so what do you think this parenting style was like how could you best describe it I feel like for them, it was like they, because they came from like the Great Depression and all of that, they were shaped by the Great Depression and stuff. I feel like they produced like large families and they really like valued hard work. So like they wanted to instill that in their children. So like, yes. And I feel like to go along with that, um, with the large families, it was very much traditional and nuclear like, mm-hmm. the mom stayed home, tend to the children mm-hmm. in the house, cooked clean, while dad went out and provided for the family. Yep. And up until the very end of when this generation was born, America was actually thriving. It wasn't until, like, the very end, because the Great Depression didn't really happen until, like, 1929 into right, 1930s. Right. Mm-hmm. So, it's really interesting to me that, like, America was it was popping back then. Like we said, like golden age of Hollywood, the Roaring twenties, jazz and swing music. So there was some good stuff going on. And then at the end for this generation, it was just kind of like a womp, womp, womp. Yep. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, but I definitely agree with you. People definitely valued, you know, the large family dynamic and hardworking. Right. I'm sure around that time, too, there's, like, still, like, a lot of farming and stuff going on. Oh, Which yeah. is why larger families were needed, you know? Yes, so yes. That's a good point. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Definitely. The more kids, you're like, all right, let's put them to work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah that's when food was good, too. <laughs> but that's right. Right. Non-GMOs. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. So let's move into the silent generation. This generation was um, those that were born within the years of 1928 through 1945. And some of the major events that took place at this time was the fall of the Nazis. Um, they've experienced the rise of nuclear bombs. Communism was a big thing. Um, it was actually America's enemy at the time. The children of the Great Depression, you know? Right. Yeah, they definitely, um, childhood-wise, was definitely very depressing and sad, to say the least. Mm -hmm. That, to me, is just not even describing it to the best of the abilities. But how do you think, like, this parenting style was? I feel like they worked with the system more so than anything. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. up until this point, people were very embarrassed as far as government assistance goes. 
Like oh, that was it. Sure. Like now, I mean, people are still kind of embarrassed to use it and admit mm-hmm. they're on it. But I mm-hmm. feel like I know more people that willingly say, "Oh, I'm on food stamps. Or I'm on this," than I do that don't. Right. You know, right. as far as people being on government assistance. But back in this time, mm-hmm. people weren't. You know, oh, I'm, I have food stamps. Oh, yeah, like I have food stamps or this and that. Like right, it was very right. hush hush. Um, but people were definitely working with that system because I'm course. talking doctors, lawyers were in a financial crisis. People that were, you know, considered wealthy, well off were. Well, yeah, at the with the silent generation that was considered like the Cold War. So they like got a lot of the aftermath of World War Two. You know what I'm saying? So. I mean, come on, think about it. After a war, it's not going to be peaches and creams, flowers and sunshine, you know what I'm saying? Especially not um, with nuclear bombing and stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? They got a lot of the cloudy days and um, rain down, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't like, it was, I don't think I would have been happy to live during that time if that means like, it wasn't nice per se, or it wasn't yeah ideal and as far as parenting goes I feel like they would have been like or they was more like a for children like you can be seen but you cannot be heard if that makes sense so you 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 basically stay in the child's place right well Mm -hmm. I feel like um the silent generation when they grew up uh-huh. I feel and became parents. I feel like their love language was hard work in a sense. Mm, makes um, sense. Because what they came from, you know, they were alive during the Great Depression and World right, War II. Right. Mm-hmm. So I feel like for them, they were like, oh, I want to give my kids something I never had. So when the silent generation grew up, I feel uh-huh. like they were like, we got to work hard to show our family we love them. But mm. this equated to them never being home. Makes sense. Which I feel like brings us to our next point with baby boomers. Mm-hmm. When these people were being raised, it was by some of the silent generation. Mm-hmm. And these people <laughs> grew up in households where their parents were never there. Yeah. And they were work, work, working. They were workaholics. Mm-hmm. But baby boomers, they were born between the years 1946 to 1964. Uh And just to give you guys like a visual of what's going on at the time, there was the Cold War. People adapted to higher standards of living and better education. The civil rights movements was taking place and rock and roll was Mm -hmm. being played on the radio. Mm -hmm. So like I just mentioned before with their parenting style, I feel like it kind of I don't know how to explain it. Like the opposite almost. Like when oh, the baby sure. boomers grew up, they were like, well, my parents were never home. Mm-hmm. So now I'm going to be on top of my kids. Right, right. And ultimately I do. I feel like they want it best for their their children. Yeah, they definitely had higher standards living-wise and yes. education-wise. They definitely was a generation that like, you know, made college a priority and you know they really cared about you know their children and they wanted to be there for their children and I guess that is a product of the absence of their parents you know right so they wanted to be there for their children and you know make their children know like hey look I'm here for you but you know we're gonna work hard and we're gonna get you where you need to be and I'm gonna be on the side of you basically you know 
Right. And I don't know if you know this, but when, so the years baby boomers were born was 1946 to 1964. Mm-hmm. I would say like the mid 50s was when you saw like a peak interest in suburban areas. So you mentioned higher standards of living, and that's without a doubt. So while these baby boomers were growing up, people were moving to the suburbs for a better life. Yeah. So they had when these baby boomers grew up, they adapted to that. And it obviously trickled into the next generation because the previous generation is going to raise the next generation. Yep. That's a good piece of information. I didn't know that. I know, me either. I was like what the suburbs in the i don't know i thought it was before that but it makes sense it's fitting because there was a whole what suburbs in the great depression no right Mm -hmm. (laughs) right so that definitely brings us into our next uh generation which is generation x and this generation was born between 1965 and 1980 and with this we noticed a lot of women in the workforce. There was a rise in the internet. A lot of people was getting personal computers and stuff like that. Um, we, they've experienced the AIDS epidemic. And this was the MTV generation. Uh, I remember MTV. That's that's a good... Uh... When, they, when they actually played music videos. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. What do you think their parenting style was like? Um, I feel like they were definitely about a work-life balance and more involved in their individual child's development. Mm-hmm. I feel like, to take it back to baby boomers real quick, I feel like baby boomers were a little bit more concerned about groups of people, like society as a whole, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Overall performance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like of a community. But I right. feel like Gen X is just like specifically individuals, especially mm-hmm. their children. Mm-hmm. Um, did you know that there was a huge divorce boom going on during the time Generation X people were born? No. Huge divorce boom. Yeah. Wow. So... so- how you mentioned women in the workforce it's Uh fitting that at this time that these people in gen x were born more women were in the workforce because there was divorces going on so you had a lot of single parent households Mm -hmm. so it seems very fitting also though i read somewhere this is kind of sad that they named them this but that gen x is deemed the least parented generation because of the divorce boom Mm. so these people from gen x well basically our parents when Mm -hmm. they become adults they kind of feel you know like i figured it out so you should be able to Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you know i was reading a lot of articles about gen x and that's kind of a common theme and mom and dad i love you (laughs) but that is them like, well, I walked to three miles to Antarctica <laughs> to school, so you can too. Like, no, mom. <laughs> that is funny. Give me I a ride. I <laughs> can agree with you on that. They are definitely very independent. Yep. And they definitely uh, use that independency to the max with their parenting style, if that yeah, makes yeah. sense. And that's what brings me back to like into like them believing it's more of like their individual child's development because mm-hmm. they I they almost feel like people do best when they this sounds so mean and I feel like 
we're giving such a negative light to Gen X, but I feel like they feel like people do better when they kind of worry about themselves. Like yeah. if everybody would just stay in their lane, mm-hmm. they feel like things would run smoother. Yeah, and I could I could kind of agree with that to an to extent. extent. It's very interesting though. I didn't realize there was a huge divorce boom mm-hmm. that was going on. Whereas the whereas before in the world, that wasn't. That wasn't Normal. a thing. <laughs> Unless it was during right. like a major crisis like World War II and the Great Depression. Exactly. But exactly. when those things basically stopped mm-hmm. and the economy got better and the world was kind of resuming back to normal, you saw the traditional nuclear family snap back right into place. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's... I feel like this is everybody's favorite and I think it's because they're dominating the parenting space as of right now, but millennials... Millennials were born from the years 1981 to 1995, and some major events and things going on in the world when they were born with the Great Recession, elevated usage of the internet, mobile devices, and social media being invented. So what do you feel a millennial's parenting style is like? It's not exactly like uh, Generation X. Because I do feel like they're a little bit more involved, um, as far as the um, independent independent parenting goes, yeah. but they too, uh, didn't feel the need to be married in order to have kids. Yes, I like that you mentioned that because we literally. Do you think it has to do with the previous generation having the huge divorce boom and being born during then? Oh, for sure. Yeah, me too. And I also yeah. think like technology for millennials has become like a big influence on how they like, parent. Definitely, you know, definitely technology. Uh, technology have affected the millennials, and it will affect every generation thereafter. After, <laughs> yes, but I do feel like, as opposed to younger generations that are going to come after millennials, I feel like. <laughs> They're still mindful about how much screen time everybody is using. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like generations to come might, how do I say this? Like, basically be reckless almost, if that makes sense. Like, they're just, they're going to have infinite screen time. Like, the world as mm-hmm. we know it is going to become more and more screens. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's what's going to separate millennials and older generations from the generations to come. Yeah, like they're still sure. mindful about the screen time. Yeah, because um, they realize as well the impact that it has yes. and how it changes the family dynamic, whether yep. it is a your nuclear family or not. You know. Yes, I know. You mentioned before that Gen X moms, as far as like the independent parenting, might be more involved. Mm-hmm. I thought the same thing until I started doing research and found out that out of every generation thus far, Mm -hmm. millennials are the ones that spend the most time with their children. Oh, really? Yes. U.S. I'm going to read you a a little paragraph from an article from USA Today. Okay. While moms in 1965 might have spent more time at home with children, they only spent 54 minutes on childcare activities, according to the study. Moms in 2012 nearly doubled that, reporting 104 minutes per day. Father's time with children nearly quadrupled since 1965. 
when dads reported spending 16 minutes with children. In 2012, dads spent an average of 59 minutes caring for children. And since 2012, the amount of time millennials spend with their children is actually increasing since 2012. I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, yeah, you know, think about the average person, Mm -hmm. millennial or not. What'd you say? It makes sense, though. Yeah, when you think about it now, like now that I sit and think about it, I'm like, it makes sense. But initially, yeah. I was like, yo, over the years, we're definitely going to get further and further away from our children. Mm-hmm. Like, people are just mm-hmm. because our lives are so busy. Everybody's right. so busy. Right. You're doing a million things at once. Mm-hmm. But I feel like because of technology, right, we are able to do a million things at once and still have, for example, like washing clothes. Washing clothes back in the 1920s was not the same way it is now. For sure. I could wash a load of clothes and Uh play with Harlow while the clothes are washing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you wasn't standing at the sink, literally hand washing your clothes. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Oh, yeah. And I already don't like doing laundry. I can only imagine. Um, It makes makes a lot of sense. And you're right. Technology, I guess it has its pros and its cons. But in this case, it's definitely a pro because it allowed the millennials or allowed us and future generations to be able to simultaneously complete our tasks and yes. spend time with our child whereas before it was like I gotta get this done I have to get that done I have to cook I have to clean I yeah. have to make sure you okay. it's literally like a, a full time job you're spending exactly. like 40 to 50 hours mm-hmm. tending to the house and children exactly crazy and mm-hmm. I also feel like millennials as parents are more open minded than previous generations due to the technological advances Mm -hmm. and also because of societal norms like you see you know same-sex marriages happening you Mm -hmm. see all types of people as far as america goes immigrating here and coming here to live Mm -hmm. like there's Mm -hmm. so much change going on in the world oh for sure that i feel like millennials as parents are way more open-minded than their previous generations. Mm-hmm. 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 For sure. That brings us to Generation Z. Oh. As a lineal. So Generation Z is considered to be the internet generation. Um, we are the first generation to have grown up with access to technology since young age. We are considered to be young activists. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went through, and still is going through, the COVID pandemic. <laughs> and cell phones, guys. We oh, my goodness. <laughs> cell phones. I know I didn't have a cell phone since first grade <laughs> right <laughs> or at least knew somebody that had one exactly um we also experienced 9-11 oh my gosh yeah ter- terrorist attacks in general like columbine all types of crazy stuff now yeah. you can't even go mm-hmm. i just imagine what the world was like not to go off on a side tangent but like to go <laughs> to the airport before 9-11 right right like, smooth sailing Exactly. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> so I guess my question is, what do you think our parents' style would be like? <laughs> so, 
Hmm. I feel like we definitely hone in on the importance of mental health more so than any other generation. Mm. And that's for various reasons. But now I just feel like the societal norms, like Mm -hmm. you go on social media, people are like, oh my gosh, like people are still mean, but people are still like, don't do that. Don't you know people are out here committing suicide or don't you know there's Mm -hmm. depression or don't Mm -hmm. you know there's ADHD, Mm -hmm. there's this, there's that. Right. I feel like people are definitely more aware Yes. Because of the resources yes. you have at your fingertips. Mm-hmm. Um, and real quick side note. Uh-huh. I don't know if we mentioned the years Generation Z is born, but 1996 to 2010. I oh, know yeah. some people are probably like, Gen Z's as parents. Yes. Because the earlier end of the spectrum of Gen Z is in their 20s. Yes. I feel like when people hear Gen Z, they think like 10-year-olds. <laughs> so just so y'all know. Yes, there are Gen Z's having children. Yes, Gen Z. Um, yeah, and I feel like um, we're not getting our information from parenting books and pamphlets anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We pretty much go straight to the internet or social media. And I feel like this will have a great... Social media in general is going to have a great effect on parenting to come which is kind of scary because mm-hmm. <laughs> people act like they're experts but they're not but yeah I just I think we're gonna really really hone in on mental health and people's well as far as our children their their feelings mm-hmm. I completely agree with you as far as the honing in on mental health I feel like this generation has definitely um, focused on awareness you know we brought, we've brought awareness to a lot of things that needed attention you know what I'm saying we brought awareness to drinking and driving texting and driving you know Mm -hmm. um anxiety depression you know what I'm saying and not necessarily making it normal but getting to a point where we understand that there is an issue and it needs to be resolved you know what I'm saying right I feel like, yes, as far as parenting, our generation is going to be more concerned about um, our children's mental health, well-being. I don't want to say other people's feelings, but things that don't directly affect you, if that makes sense, also. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Because now you see people with the whole, like, Black Lives Matter and the current, like, racial state that America's in. Uh-huh. And then COVID even, like, people are more mindful of health. So I just feel like overall, people born in our generation are going to teach their kids to basically be mindful of other people. Kind yeah. of, like, think before you say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just feel like other generations were very stern. Like, this is how it was. Who cares how other people feel? Exactly. This is definitely a a feely generation if that makes sense yeah sensitive (laughs) yes sensitive yes that's the word um and just to give you guys a brief interlude because a lot of people probably like oh zillennials i have had a few people be like what is that i think it's fitting that after we describe both a millennial and generation z we kind of feel like we're smack dab in the middle we don't feel like we entirely relate to a Gen Z any more than we do a millennial. I feel like we kind of identify with both, but then there's areas yes. we don't. Right. Um, so that's what we call ourselves a millennial. 
Because when I think Gen Z, I think of like a 12-year-old kid playing video games all day. (laughs) (laughs) And when I think of a millennial, I think of a (laughs) 30-year-old. Yes, yes, me too. So, yeah. All right. Well, last but not least, Generation Alpha. So these people are born in 2011. These people, eh? <laughs> I know these people, these children, these little behind children. <laughs> but Harlow and Caden are this generation. Oh, I know they're born entirely in the 21st century. So, what are your predictions for this generation? I would hope (laughs) I hope that this generation can save us (laughs) right Um, but yeah no um, if I have any good faith in our generation I feel like um, this generation will be really really smart Mm -hmm. because I feel like our generation is working out a lot of kinks with a lot of things that's going on in the world and even within technology. Um, we are doing, our generation is going through all of the trials and errors. Right. So I do feel like uh, Generation Alpha, if they're smart, <laughs> I think they will, they will learn be. from our mistakes, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I feel like they will be very intelligent and very advanced very advanced i agree because we were talking about just these kids being born harlow and kate and both not just saying this because there are kids but mm-hmm. pretty much so many kids i know that were born within like the past five years so stinking smart then our parents yes. describe us as babies and they're like y'all was two years old trying to do that stuff literally oh, it was just blobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but, um yeah. i feel like I'm scared, but at the same time, I'm optimistic because we Mm -hmm. talked about where we're at right now. The world's just entirely sensitive, in my opinion. I feel Mm -hmm. like at times overly sensitive. Mm -hmm. Um, So for me, what that means for our children when they grow up and become parents, they will be more friend-like with their own children. Like the dynamic of parent and child. Mm Mm-hmm isn't going to be it's going to be distinct obviously because like your parents birth you and help make you and, and right raise right. you but i feel like their children be, will be more likely to open up to them mm-hmm. and talk to them about things as opposed to previous generations i feel like you'll see more friend-like dynamics with parent and child mm. more so than anything because you think right before them is generation z and they're uh-huh having an emphasis on mental health and then right before that is millennials and uh-huh. they're very open-minded as opposed to previous generations so i feel like it's only fitting that the further we progress into our children being mommies and daddies mm-hmm. that they're probably going to have more of a friend-like relationship with their children makes sense yeah Makes sense. But I ain't trying to be no grandma yet, so we gonna relax on that, y'all. For sure. Definitely. <laughs> For sure. She's not, they're not even freaking, he's not even one and she's not even two. I don't even want to think about that. Exactly. <laughs> that completes the episode of our parenthood from each generation. Um, I hope this was able to give you guys like some insight on, you know, what parents what our parents and their parents, you know, have experienced and how it may have affected 
you know, how they became parents because, you know, what we do go through as kids, it does affect us as adults in Mm -hmm. how we raise our kids. Yes, that's definitely a lesson you could take away from this episode. Yes, for sure. Yes, ma'am. And if you guys are interested and really, really like this episode, we have a very special episode coming up this month. So stay tuned and we will see you guys next Monday at five.